Isn't that the ultimate mom gift? Presence. Yes. Like I just work all day long to try to get back to a place where I get to be present with myself and my family, to like check in with myself, to check in with how hungry I am, how full I am, what I need, what I did well, what I could do differently. Like when you have the presence of mind, you can do anything. You can solve any problem. God, give a mom a problem to solve. We are on it. Are you a busy health conscious mom? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the It Starts with Dinner podcast. We're your hosts, Carly Knowles and Carmen Shaw, your dietitian and nutritionist team, two crazy busy moms and wholehearted home cooks on a mission to elevate women one meal at a time. So grab yourself a tasty snack and get ready to be inspired and motivated because inside we'll share everything we know about holistic nutrition, healthy eating, time saving cooking techniques practical meal prep strategies, and the unseen mental load of being a high-achieving woman and mother. Whoop! We got a lot to cover in a little time. Are you in? Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Today's topic is on cooking and why cooking matters and why cooking is more accessible when we show up with a plan. Yep, because it's true. Yeah, because we're eating three, five, six times a day, or at least we hope you all are eating that much. Yeah. And that takes time, energy, capacity, all the things. <laughs> and here at Radiant Knowing, we're going to be a little bit bold here and we're going to say that cooking is a non-negotiable if you want to improve your health. It is. We believe that no matter how healthy you eat, if you eat out, for example, that you could make the same thing at home healthier because of the control that you have on it. More than anything, that you get to choose how much of each ingredient goes in and the quality of those ingredients and what you're choosing to serve or not serve your family. And so, yeah, we'll say it again. Cooking is a non-negotiable if you want to improve your health. And notice we didn't say how often you have to cook or how long you should be spending in the kitchen or what you should be feeding your family necessarily. We just are going to start today with the idea that cooking matters. So cooking is important for your health for all the reasons. And in order to do that, though, like to do it effectively and to do it daily and sometimes <laughs> multiple times a day, and to feed kids, God, let's make sure we add that in. That's another layer of That's complexity. A, yes, truly. it is, right? And sometimes your mm -hmm. kids don't want to eat the same foods as you, or sometimes they just need something different. You know, without a plan, we believe that it'll be much harder for you to cook at home. So let's say it the positive way. Having a plan makes cooking more accessible. And it makes your time that you spend cooking more strategic and likely will help you reach your nutrition goals more easily. Yeah, because you're going to have nutritious foods readily available more often if you have a plan. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. When we say having a plan, that can even look different for everyone. Okay, so hear us out here. Inside our program, for example, Nurse 2.0, we create six weeks of healthy meal plans for busy women, moms, specifically in midlife. 
So a plan could be a meal plan like we have in our program, where literally you are plugging in recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks in between. And maybe you're even linking them like we do in our program to actual recipes. And there's so many ways that you can organize that and different tools you can use to plan that. But a meal plan, that would be a wonderful way to show up to dinner or to any of your meals with a plan to make cooking more realistic and accessible. Another way that we like is something we call a framework where maybe you create a roadmap or a system for how you want to get healthy meals to the table every week and recipe categories or themes to make that more possible and take a little bit of the stress and overwhelm out. For example, Taco Tuesday or Friday pizza night or whatever your framework might include. It's a plan that you've created ahead of time to set you up for success down the road, which will make showing up to cooking and preparing your food just so much more enjoyable, easeful, and organized, and thus successful. Saving time and saving money. I think we could go as far to say that. Potentially. Right. And another big one is less food waste. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's a huge one in our family because that's a big issue. Right. If we don't have a plan, if we don't know what we're making and we just go to the store and buy a bunch of things just to have the flexibility because that's what happens because we're so strapped for time. It's like you go and you you buy, you overbuy mm-hmm. and you, you know, because you haven't picked out your recipes in advance. Right. Yeah. So then you're saying you have more food waste Absolutely. because you might have only eaten half of that thing that you bought. So you not only spent more money and now you have more food waste. Yeah. Isn't it the truth? And it's not just you. That's like, that's really what happens for me where I see the benefits of having a plan the most is when I have a plan, I can choose when I have more time in my week to cook more or to cook less. So I can say, oh, hey, well, Tuesday and Wednesdays are really good days for me to spend more time in the kitchen because my husband comes home a little bit earlier on those days and can help me with childcare. So I can spend a little more time cooking. So how about, since I have this plan in place, I cook more food that night, a higher volume. I spend a little bit more time preparing more of whatever it is I'm making, also known as batch cooking. So I will batch the protein. Whereas on Friday, I won't batch the protein because my husband works really late on Fridays. And so I don't have time along with childcare and putting my kids to bed and being a solo parent most Fridays to spend more time in the kitchen. So having that plan in place lets me take that bird's eye view of my week and set me up for success because I know where cooking more and batching is going to be more realistic and I know where it's going to be less realistic. And if I set myself up for success ahead of time, then I don't show up on Friday with expectations of something that's not actually possible. And then I blame it on cooking and I say, oh, I hate cooking or that didn't work or 
I'm just going to order out because that was so unrealistic and unsuccessful. I'm actually able to go, hey, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it work because I have a plan, then I know this day is available and this day is not. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So what's the first step in putting a plan together for you? Oh, I love that. I think for me, you and I talk about this a lot. It's the 30,000 foot view. That's the first step. And you, Carmen, are like the queen of plans and organization. And I, I feel like you really taught me that, that when we can stop and look at the whole system or see the whole picture, then we really know where to enter that is really most efficient or makes the most sense or pick your goal. But when it comes to cooking, like looking at my whole week has really changed how I show up because, you know, you really taught me that that's the entry point or a really Mm -hmm. great entry point. Probably not the only one, but it's a really easy one. Will you actually explain that a little more? Yeah. So it's a deep dive in your schedule and it's something that you, you put the time in and it might take you an hour, but I'll, I'll tell you, it is so worth it in the long run because once you, you do that, and maybe you have to do it once a quarter, and maybe it, you know, it follows a natural rhythm depending on if you have children. And I know that my revisit of my framework that I use changes when we get to mid-June because now we're moving into summer. And it's a totally different no schedule <clears throat> and there's no school or, you know, maybe over the holidays, we do it a little bit different. So it has a life to it and it has a season. So back to looking at that schedule, I think we have to get really specific about the pockets that we have to prep, to cook and to get our groceries. Yes. Like those are the three big buckets to prep to cook and to get our groceries amazing yeah right and actually the fourth really is putting some time and intention around what we want to cook yeah so that'd be the maybe the first step before Mm -hmm. you even come up with a plan or maybe that's better once you see your week then you put that intention into what you want maybe even sit down with your partner or your kids and ask them or ask each other what you all want to eat that week. That's a really great it's way to do it. It's a great way to do it, right? Because when we have more ownership in yeah. what's going to happen in the week, then we also have more opportunities to divide and conquer, yeah. right? And to distribute the load of cooking, you know, but everyone needs to value the benefits of cooking. Oh, I love that. So, okay, we've talked about how just cooking in general can increase and promote your health, period. We know that there's research there. We've talked about how it can reduce stress and anxiety even, like the mom, the commandrum of having to come up with meals every day and every week for yourself as well. We've talked about how it just makes it more realistic strategic, you know, having a plan makes cooking more of a reality than an expectation that's never met. And also now you're bringing in this idea that we can share the load, 
maybe how we prepare it, how we choose the meals or even the grocery shopping or even the planning in the long run with our family Mm -hmm. so that it's more likely to happen and to happen with more organization and ease. So then we can repeat it. It's amazing. Rinse and repeat. Yes. And, and, And that's a really good point because I it does require some consistency. So in our family, if Anand and I don't sit down and plan on, I like to do it on a Saturday because I like to go to the market on Sunday. It's just the rhythm in my family. I know you do it a little differently in your family. And that's the whole point, right, of creating a personalized framework. And we, we do it often with our one-on-one clients because it's so much easier to be led through a series of questions that (laughs) creates a blueprint for you than to figure it out on your own. But both ways are definitely possible. But, you know, it's showing up at that same time on the weekend, which is us Saturday morning because we have the most capacity and awareness and we do it with our cup of coffee and we, we just map out the next week. Yeah. And we know we've got our our system down now. We know what the buckets are. We know, you know, what days we have to put a little more energy into our cooking. We know what day we're going to batch something, which is usually a Sunday in our family. Mm -hmm. So it sets us up for getting through the week. And we know which night we just, we're going to run out of steam. Yeah. Like often for us, by the time we hit Friday, that's going to be a takeout day. Yep. And that's awesome. Well, and I love that. I love that. So we've said a few times now that cooking is a non-negotiable if you want to improve your health. However, we also want to say that in order for cooking to be successful and to show up consistently in your life, you need to build in your breaks. Yes. Like building in a takeout night might be the thing that makes cooking more accessible. Okay, so when you look at it straight on, you're like, but that's not related to cooking. No, but because you gave yourself an intentional break, because Fridays are a total you-know-what show, then that might be what allows you to set yourself up for another successful cooking day the next day or on Monday or whenever you're there to meet your needs next. It's kind of genius, really. And it's such a moderate way of approaching this rather than all or nothing. Yes. And you said something else I want to piggyback. You talked about the holidays and we are in holiday season. And so I think it's a a really exciting tool to recommend during the holidays, especially because we seem to cook more around the holidays. It's a big part of Carmen and I's love for the holidays as a dietitian and nutritionist is people are willing to be in their kitchen more and spend more time inside cooking, maybe because of the weather or families. People are cooking more. And to have a plan around preparing holiday meals can also make your holiday experience more joyful with less stress and less overwhelm and also maybe even Meet your nutrition needs more easily. We're not saying you need to have some wildly different meal for Thanksgiving or Christmas to quote unquote be healthy. That's not what we're talking about here, but we're talking about setting yourself up for success, like feeling satisfied at a meal 
around the holidays, instead of feeling guilty or uncomfortable in your body because you weren't able to listen to it throughout the day. So many of our patients say they skip breakfast and lunch because they know they're going to eat bigger meals on a holiday and how really that's setting them up for success for so many reasons. But also it's it's really blowing past their cues, their hunger cues. And when you are able to have a plan in place you are able to say, I actually need to eat breakfast, even though it's Thanksgiving, and I have some really satisfying, really nutrient-dense foods on hand so that I can also take into account the amount of food I'm going to eat today that's probably different than usual. And it's a holiday, and we love holidays and being present with our families and eating delicious food, but it's about making sure your nutrition is set up so that you can feel the best that you possibly can every day, but just in the long run as well. So it can serve so many purposes, not just health, not just midlife nutrition. Those are really, really important. Obviously, we stand by those, but also so many other reasons that it makes cooking more accessible. Having a plan makes it more accessible and just Having a plan makes meeting your needs and your goals more accessible. And you don't have to do it yourself in case you you get to this part in the podcast and you're like, ah, I have to plan everything. I'm a crazy busy mom and, you know, I'm working full time or I'm just constantly moving and the hamster wheel brain is going and going and going. You don't have to do it alone. There are tools. Thank you. Yeah. And there I see Carmen's head going up and down like, OK, that sounds good, but that sounds like a lot of work. And you can find people like us that can support you in that process, especially in the beginning when looking at your your schedule from a 30,000 foot view can feel like a big ask or overwhelming. Like there's people and there's tools that you can use to help you get there. And one of the recommendations we have, if you want to give it a go, if you're not used to having a plan, start with dinner. dinner. Oh my gosh, I love you. Okay, so explain that a little bit. I love that. Explain it. That's great. You know, dinner is the last meal of the day. So by the time it rolls around, like we've, we've clocked a lot of miles in the day. <laughs> Usually feeling a little bit haggard, right? Yep. yep. And it, so I think that the chances of, of showing up to your fridge at five o'clock without a plan, it's so much harder. It's asking a lot of you, right? Like you're supposed to make these great, healthy decisions that support you on all these levels. Like that, that chance of that is just going down and down it, without the plan. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also the meal that we're going to share with our family. Of the three, you know, with our busy lives, breakfast, lunch, we're usually sort of on our own. Yep. Or you're just, you know, rushing to get the kids out the door to school. They're, you know, eating a breakfast that's different than yours. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the reality. Yep. And even in, in our family, we're not sitting down and sharing breakfast during the week. So I, I think that's another important element. It's like the communion of the food and, and being able to talk about our day. So, you know, if we didn't have a plan and we're in a pinch and we're stressed out and we're throwing together 
a less than optimal nutrient meal, then we're showing up at the table and we're anxious and we're not present and we're we're not checking in with each other. Yeah. In our family, right? And totally. And I think that the rest of our family, you know, they they can feel that energy. And it's the time that I really want to show up with my kids. I and I want to really ask about their day. And I, you know, and I want to totally. do that from a place of a little more presence and a yep. little more calm. Isn't that the ultimate mom gift? Presence. Yes. Like I just work all day long to try to get back to a place where I get to be present with myself and my family to like check in with myself, to check in with how hungry I am, how full I am, what I need, what I did well, what I could do differently. Like when you have the presence of mind, you can do anything. You can solve any problem. God, give a mom a problem to solve. We are on it. And when it comes to ourselves and our health and the health of our family, our kids, our sweet little babies, like we need to be present to think clearly and to see a path forward at whatever subject we're talking about. And having a plan can give us that mental space. And that you always use the word capacity, and I love it, but it's so true. That mental burden of all the other things just go away for a minute when you're present and you can see more clearly what you need. And the last thing I'm going to say is that cooking techniques that maybe you want to try, like new ideas, you know, baking or I'm going to go wild here and go sous vide. You want to sous vide something or let's be more practical and say steaming. You know, there's these really wonderful cooking techniques that might be new to you that are more accessible for time and energy and capacity when you can plan to play in that space and try on new ideas. For example, if you look at your week and you realize the front half is really busy, but the second half isn't, well, that's the time to give some of those new techniques a try. Or maybe you got an Instant Pot for the first time and you want to try out you know, how a pressure cooker works or pick an idea or concept here but you want to try something new so that you have more success in the long run to try new nutritious practices and food preparations, you need to have a plan in place so that you don't show up again with an expectation that's unmet and then get discouraged. At least that's our hope for you. Yes. Is that you have fun. Gosh, fun. That would be (laughs) ideal. Trying on a new technique that, you know, really inspires you to want to show up again and try it on again because we we here at radiant knowing are food lovers and we love cooking and it was a practice that we had to continue to try on and find our own way but once we did it's become a pillar of our life our health our business and it changes the way that we show up with our food and thus our nutrition and our bodies We really want that for you too. So thanks for joining us. You can learn more about our nutrition program at radiantknowing.com forward slash nourished. Thanks. Thank you for spending your precious time with us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It Starts With Dinner podcast. Make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 
And if your beautiful multitasking mom brain wants to revisit the conversation from today, head on over to radiantknowing.com forward slash podcast for show notes. <laughs>